This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys. <laughs> hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to our show, Alex and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we get to see you here every Friday to teach you everything we know about beauty and skincare while learning a thing or two from some guest experts that we invite to come hang. Uh, last week, we launched our summer skin series. Uh, we launched it with our SPF episode. And this week, we're following up with what happens if you don't listen to us and you go about your life without wearing SPF. You're playing yourself. <laughs> and today, you're going to find out why. Truly. Uh, we're going to cover the different ways that sun damage and hyperpigmentation present themselves, what the fuck these skin conditions are, why you should absolutely not be tanning, and some different product and ingredient options to help reverse some of the sun damage that we all for sure have. We've all caused ourselves some sun damage at one point or another because we're just humans on this fucking earth and the sun is there. Totally. And we can't really hide from it. I mean, you can, but that sounds sad. No. And, you know, last week we told you all about the different types of SPF that's out there. Mm -hmm. And even after that, I know y'all are going to be like, you know what? Fuck them hoes. It's fine. I'm just going to continue to live my life. After this episode, if you really thought that after the last episode, after this episode, for sure, y'all are going to be like, get me SPF. Get let me listen to that other episode again. Let me get some super goop. Let me find out what these hoes were talking about. I'm ready to listen. Also, today we have an incredible guest expert, Roberta Muradfar. And Roberta is the owner of FSA, which is a medical spa in LA. And we had so much fun chatting with Roberta. She was hilarious. She is at the top of her game. She takes care of all of the brown beauty baddies in LA. Her clients include Kristen Bell, Angela Rye, Evelyn Lozada, Estelle, Sir John, like so many great people, but also she's just incredible and has so much passion. And we really start to chat about uh, treating hyperpigmentation. We talk about melasma. We talk about, we talk a little bit about injectables. We don't go too deep into injectables, but we do talk about it a little bit. But this was a lot of fun. Um, I loved having her on the show. So before we get started, you guys. We would love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And you guys have. You have been. Every time we ask, you guys leave a review. So I'm going to yes, keep thank asking. You. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's how other beauty baddies or soon-to-be beauty baddies find us. Uh, you can call us on our new beauty baddie hotline at one eight six 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 baddie B-A-D-D-I-E. That's how you spell baddie if you weren't <laughs> sure. <laughs> Or send us an email to truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. 
Also, if you're a Wondery Plus subscriber, you get to listen to our bonus episodes. And Alex, our last bonus episode, we really got into it. We took a deep dive into our friendship. We really did. We basically had an on-air therapy session. And if you're just a regular subscriber, although we love you, thank you. Keep telling your friends. Tell your mama and your cousins. Um, You don't get to hear what are slowly becoming our favorite episodes to record. We can talk about more than just skincare on those. So if you really want to get to know the two of us and do a deep dive into our (laughs) strange stepbrother, Demi and Bruce divorcee, (laughs) the strange world of Alex and Elizabeth, you got to join Wondery Plus. And honestly, I've been binging Scamfluencers on the Wondery Plus app, and um, I'm annoyed because it's such a good show, and now I'm caught up with them in real time, so I have I need to, to wait. Listen. It's very, Alex, you're going to love it. It's definitely, I kind of feel like a kinship between you and I and those hosts. I think that we're kind of like, you know, similar. <laughs> we're definitely similar in uh, beauty baddies, I think, with those girls. There's a kinship for sure. So... I'm annoyed because now that I'm caught up in real time, I've got to wait for new episodes to come out. But uh, you get to listen to new episodes a week early and ad free on the Wondery Plus app. So I'll take it if you're a Wondery Plus subscriber. Um, You guys should join also. Uh, Shapiro, what have you been listening to? I know that last week you told me that you were listening to some new uh, podcasts. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Something Was Wrong, which is also Wondery, actually. Have you ever listened to that? I don't think so. What's that show about? Uh, The host has different guests on who just talk about a relationship they were in where they just realize at some point, like, something is fucking wrong. How wrong? A lot of times it's something crazy, but also sad. A lot of times there's emotional abuse, sometimes physical abuse, um, or dealing with a partner who's, like, hiding a substance abuse problem. Huh. But there's, most times, there's, like, a crazy twist where you're just like, I did not see that coming. I want to listen to that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I've i been listening to that one on and off for a really long time, but lately I've been on it. Love it. And I've been listening to a little bit of Scam Goddess. You got me into her. I, okay, this week's episode, I was cackling this morning. Cackling. She, they're hilarious. I'm not like caught up, but I actually don't really listen in order. Good. Those are definitely evergreen. It's evergreen content right there. You don't need to listen in order. It's Not better because you can kind of just jump around. Like, I'm sad that I'm caught up with that show. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I like to just jump around to whatever sounds good. But that's kind of what I do with Something Was Wrong, too. Like, sometimes there will be multiple episodes on one with one person. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I'll listen to those. How much is wrong with her? How much could be wrong? There's so many episodes. Or is it just like the story is that long? There's it's a lot. unfolding over like 20 years. No, there's just a lot of fucked up people in the world. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of crazy. Um, what else have I been listening to? I think that's like, those are like the bigger ones I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. I love this. Love Wondery Plus. Love to be a part of the Wondery family. Same. Um, all right. So should we jump into our main and break down our topic for today? Yes. All right, let's do it. So... Today, a lot of um, the information that we got for today's episode came from Cosmetic Dermatology, the second edition, and Cosmeceuticals and Cosmetic Ingredients, both by Leslie Bauman, MD. Leslie Batty. You've got the hots for Leslie. I'm obsessed with Leslie. I'm so obsessed with Leslie that like the third edition of Cosmetic Dermatology came out today, and I was like, Alex, we can buy it today on Amazon. (laughs) I wonder if she'll have a book signing. 
I wonder, maybe I'll show up. She's going to be like, and who are you? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll show up. Not a dermatologist, I see. <laughs> so funny. Turns out all dermatologists do is like look at dicks all day. I keep every time I like open. I don't think just, that's true. Dude, every time I randomly open one of these books, there's a picture of a dick and there's something wrong with it. I'm not lying. I wish that I was because it's nasty. But, you know, good thing I'm not a dermatologist. Good fucking thing. <laughs> Okay, let's um, start by giving an overview of the pigmentation process. So a little bit of science so that y'all understand what the fuck we're going to be talking about throughout today's episode. So skin color results from the incorporation of melanin-containing melanosomes, products of the melanocytes. So basically, those are the different skin cells that create pigment. So although other factors contribute to skin color, such as carotenoids or hemoglobin, the amount, quality, and distribution of melanin present in the epidermis represents the primary sources of human skin color. So I just thought that this was like a really interesting little fact. So the number of melanocytes in human skin is equal across humanity. And so it's really their activity and their interaction with um, their uh, carotenocytes that is accountable factors for skin color. Hmm. Hmm. Learn something new every day. You know what I mean? So when excess melanin is produced, that disorders of pigmentation can result. So melanin production is stimulated by several factors. And this is why y'all need to fucking listen. So the factors that are going to stimulate excess melanin production. One, ultraviolet light. Bitch, that's the sun. (laughs) Estrogen. That's hormones. Melanocyte stimulating hormones. Stress, inflammation, injury, infrared light, and heat. The most common forms of uh, dyschroma, which are different pigmentation disorders, are melasma, solar lentigos, which up until now, Alex, you and I have been calling solar lentigos um, liverworts. Yes. <laughs> I found the actual definition. No, li- liver spots. Liver spots. Liverworts is a deli sandwich, a deli meat. Liver spots. Ooh. Okay, so liver spots are actually called solar lentigos. Also, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And I didn't know this. Did you know that dark circles under the eyes are considered a a pigmentation disorder? No. So I have a pigmentation disorder. Well, (laughs) I think you know I got the dark circles. I think it depends on how dark the circles are, and I think that's something that. um, Well, I know that that's something that Dr. Bauman goes in into in this chapter. Even the way you say her name, I'm like, oh, you like her. Because I like to give a little accento, you know, on all of our uh, authors to make them baddies. Her, her name is just Leslie Bauman, and you're like, let me make those fun. Zach Bauman, paging Zach Bauman. She from Queens. She might be. <laughs> okay, so in terms of dark circles under the eyes, the reason that you and I didn't know this is because it's a really, it's really poorly understood kind of condition. So mm-hmm. a lot of people believe that the thin skin in this area allows the blood vessels to become more visible, but um, any inflammation or vasodilation, which means like the blood vessels opening up towards the skin in this region can manifest as darkening. So it seems like there's a pigment component, but it's also there's like a lot of different things that are kind of going on to contribute to um, under eye circles, which is why Shapiro is not just a pigmentation. It might, you might just need to get a little bit more sleep. As possible. Yeah, but I have a forever infant. The cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for calling your child a cat, by the way. He wakes me up in the middle of the night almost every night, and it's going to be that way for at least the next 10 years. Which so. is 
hilarious. Not hilarious. It's hilarious to me that you like paid to have a creature come into your home that surprises a baby. <laughs> I told you that app that I use. What app? To, tr- to track my sleep. It will... It'll also mark like, oh, you were coughing at this time or you were snoring at this time. And one night it said baby crying. <laughs> yes, I do remember this. And I'm like, it's not a baby. It's my cat fucking meowing for me to wake up and pet him. Mm-hmm. Is that what he, he wants food, right? No, he usually just wants pets. What? Oh, because they're nocturnal. He's like, I'm awake. Why are you sleeping? He's also just very, he's not normal. He's not, he's needy. No, I hear this is a cat thing. I hear this is all cats. They're bitches. They are nocturnal creatures. And they were like, bitch, what the fuck you doing sleeping and not making me food or giving me love? Yeah. Get the fuck out. It's a lot. It's a lot. All cats talk like uh, gangsters to me and it's really funny. See, to me, he talks like a British guy. Oh, really? A British bitch? Shah the cat. Yeah. I mean, does he like, is it a British person who like slaps people or is it a British person who has high tea? British person who slaps people. I like that you took that long of a pause to really think this through. That was a good like 15 per second. Like who? Really? That's a great question. Moogie, who are you? Moogie. I love this. I love this for you. I love this for Moogie. So there are two main causes of aging in your skin intrinsic and extrinsic intrinsic aging reflects the genetic background of a person and results from the passage of time it's inevitable and thus way beyond voluntary control extrinsic aging is the kind that we can control a little bit more it's um, engendered by external factors such as smoking excessive use of alcohol poor nutrition and of course sun exposure which I mean, in many cases, you can reduce some of your aging if you just don't drink shit tons of tequila and wear sunscreen. Oh, no. I know. I'm like, I wear sunscreen, but I drink shit tons of tequila. What Define shit tons. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We got to talk to Leslie, like up close and personal. But this process then is not inevitable and by definition refers to premature skin aging. And it's believed that as much of 80% of facial aging is because of sun exposure. We keep telling y'all. We keep telling y'all. And I still go to the beach for 10 hours at a time. That's but that's on you, Shapiro. <laughs> but isn't that kind of crazy? Like there's so much. Like obviously there are these genetic factors that you can't help but then there are these things you can do like just fucking take care of yourself which isn't always easy just wear spf you mean yeah just wear spf yeah it's like the biggest most important thing you can do to age more gracefully like a fine wine like a fucking fine wine all right so what is extrinsic aging like how does it present itself what does it look like extrinsically aged skin usually you'll see it most prominent on the face chest and i think the hands also Mm -hmm. and usually it'll appear um in the form of wrinkles pigmented lesions such as freckles um patchy hyperpigmentation Mm -hmm. and depigmented lesions so okay this is an interesting fact a study in the journal of the american medical association reported that children with a tendency to freckle developed 30 to 40 percent fewer freckles when treated with an spf 30 daily as compared to children not treated with a sunscreen yes i mean because all the things that you're describing is from a lifetime of uv induced um damage to the skin yes 
a lot of your sun damage that you did in your younger years doesn't come out until you're older. So you may not be in the clear. Mm-hmm. Um, the study illustrates the importance of sun protection and the prevention of these pigmented lesions that not only make the skin appear older, but also are known to be associated with an increased risk of melanoma. So, I mean, at the very least, you don't want to die. So wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's like, I don't know, like when I was growing up, you know, my sister and I would always get freckles during the summer. Like we have freckles, mm-hmm. but we get even I more during the summers. Yeah. And we'd be like, yeah. oh, it's super cute. But in reality, like, no, that's sun damage. And mm-hmm. if you times that by a lifetime, your risk of developing skin cancer later in life is that much greater. And if nothing else, your risk of looking old, bitch, is that much later in life. So, you know, you, you're not going to look at your kids and think, let me put SPF on them so they don't look old. But, you know, it starts, unlike a lot of other things with your skin, this is one thing that starts at day one. Mm-hmm. Literally day one. Preventative. It's true. It is true. So... Other signs of your skin aging includes a loss of tone and elasticity, your uh, increased skin fragility. Um, you'll see benign lesions such as keratosis. I've seen that a lot on, um, I, I feel like you see it more on older people, but it almost looks like, do you know what it looks like? It's kind of can be like a rough patch on the skin mm-hmm. and that's like intense sun damage mm-hmm. yes i thought that i had it once and i went to the dermatologist freaking out yes he's yes, like no yes. you're just having a, an, a reaction to something mm. <laughs> i was like i'm old i have old people signs <laughs> <laughs> so the cutaneous barrier of your skin is the initial line of defense which protects other organs from external antigens, bacteria, and viruses as well as UV light. So ultraviolet uh, irradiation is a well-known contributor to decreased immunity of the skin. And so if your skin is uh, (laughs) de-immunized, it leads to less recognition of abnormal cells and eventually the development of skin cancers. So the breakdown, the the ultraviolet light is actually breaking down your skin's defense mechanism, uh, natural immunity immunity (laughs) defense mechanism against the earth, which is trying to kill you. (laughs) So I feel like with that, the reason that I kind of wanted to go there is we should talk about the sun. We should talk about tanning, what tanning actually does to the skin. And um, again, why you should fucking be wearing SPF. Okay, so what's next? What's next? Should we talk about melasma? You're going to tell us about melasma. Yeah, melasma is so common. We should definitely talk about it. Okay, so melasma is also known as pregnancy mask. And it's honestly, it's really common um, and it's usually seen in women of childbearing age. So all of us listening. And it's a chronic disorder that's really frustrating because it's really, really difficult to treat. So it presents as an irregularly shaped um, but distinctly defined blotch of light to dark brown pigmentation. And so it's usually either on the upper lip or the nose, the cheeks, the chin. Sometimes it's on the forehead. Sometimes it's on the neck. And um, it's just annoying. It's a pain in the ass because it's really difficult to lift. And also, Alex, you have actually spoken about this before because one of the reasons that it's so difficult to lift is things like heat will make it sort of appear to be uh, darker. And as you said before, like sometimes you wax your upper lip and it looks like your melasma is even darker. And a lot of other women say the same thing. I don't think it's just you. It's it's really that like the hot wax is is making it 
kind of come it's like triggering darker. It. It's triggering it, exactly. Great. So, um, yeah, it's like I have two mustaches. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, it's it's most often seen during pregnancy, but it can also be come um, come through oral contraceptive use. And mm-hmm. uh, on, unfortunately, it's more common in women with darker skin. But um, there's a p- couple of different factors that could also cause it, such as estrogen, UV light, and like we ju- were just saying, heat. So what can we do to make it better? What I want to say, too, is, um, yeah, like you said, melasma can be caused by hormones. Like um, a lot of times women who are on hormonal birth control are more susceptible to getting melasma. And the fucked up part is that even if you get off that hormonal birth control that caused it, it it's not going to like magically go away, most likely. Mm-mm. I feel like it's one of the most frustrating skin conditions to treat also yes so speaking of melasma we have an incredible guest expert today roberta moradfar so roberta is the owner of afase which is a medical spa in la she has over 13 years of cosmetic medical experience and is a registered board certified nurse practitioner she specializes in natural aesthetics with injectables for melanin rich skin and as a woman of color herself roberta is on a mission with fsa to break barriers and bring awareness to aesthetics for people of color we had so much fun speaking with roberta this was a really great conversation and i think it made this um, topic really fun you know Hyperpigmentation isn't great. Melasma isn't great. It's really difficult to treat. And Roberta is really going to get into all of the different lasers and chemical peels and just the different treatments that are out there to treat melasma, specifically for melanin-rich skin. And I think this is really cool. Um, there's not too many people out there that really hone in and specialize on this. And we were really lucky to have Roberta spend some time and chat with us. Also, we really want to have her come back and chat more about like injectables and things like that. So let us know if you guys love this conversation as much as we did so we can trick her into coming back on the show later. All right. Enjoy our conversation with Roberta. My name is Roberta Moranfar. I am the aesthetics injector over at FSA Aesthetics. We are located in sunny Santa Monica. Love this. <laughs> and you are um, a, a specialist in melanated skin, a specialist yes. in treating hyperpigmentation. Yes. And we are doing our summer skin series right now. This is our... Um, hyperpigmentation episode. So we're super excited that you're going to be on here on the show today to speak with us about all of the incredible treatment options that you offer. I'm so excited to be here and I'm even more excited to talk about something that I actually suffer from, you know, thanks to the sun and thanks to, you know, genetics, but that's a whole nother thing. But thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're so excited. (laughs) Will you um, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, what your background is, sort of like how you found your way within the world of aesthetics? Yeah. So, you know, I worked for a huge company. Um, I got started in a company that does mostly laser hair removal and they're huge now. They have like a big chain. And I just saw that there was like a missing link with like skincare and, you know, because they offered lasers, um, laser treatments for the face. And I just felt like there's a hierarchy when it comes to doing 
these types of treatments. I don't believe that people should just jump into the world of lasers without having like a good basic foundation of a facial, you know? So I felt like, you know, I would preferably like to work somewhere that actually focuses on the health of the skin and giving good facials, microdermabrasions, chemical peels, and then eventually leading them onto the way of using lasers as kind of like a last resort, you know? Um, And so I also saw that there was a missing link with dealing with melanated skin and different ethnicities. So um, even though they had lasers that were very color-friendly, I just felt like I still got a lot of clients that would come and see me because they're like, oh, you're a black girl <laughs> or, you know, you're a little, you, yeah, you got it a makes little, sense. yeah. And so they felt comfortable seeing me for treatments because they had been wounded by another esthetician or by another laser, you know, tech and had like a traumatic experience, maybe a burn with a laser or burn with a chemical peel. And so they, they liked that I, you know, had this education and, um, came together with treatments that could help them with achieving the results that they wanted for their skin. We have a huge following of mostly, we see a lot of diverse. Um, so we we have like a, a really beautiful, diverse clientele. And I think the reason why they come to us is because we really specialize in not only melanated skin, but even the aesthetics of, you know, getting your lips done, we're very, we focus on like natural results. So there's mm. no like Hollywood duck lips and, um, you know, no one's looking like the cat lady. So everyone's kind of like amazed at how natural you can look with getting, you know, Botox and fillers and still not only look natural, but actually look bomb and look refreshed. So, um, so yeah, we've become kind of like the place to go amongst all the black and brown girls in LA and we love it. I love this. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) I love this also because I know this isn't really what we're focusing on today, but specifically today, I, we've spoken about this before, Alex, is I'm like, you and I have the last moving foreheads in Williamsburg and it never bothered (laughs) me before because it's not that I have like resting wrinkles, but I'm very expressive. And because I'm very expressive, I see my forehead move Right. And nobody else, nobody's else's is quite as ex- dynamic. Yes, there's the word <laughs> that I'm looking for. Dynamic. dynamic. Thank you. There it is. That's beautiful. So I might, I, I've been, I don't know. It's weird. People always ask, like, what do you think of Botox? And I think, like, for each person, do what you want to do. But for me, like, I'm not, sh- I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I don't know. But now that I'm talking so, to you, I've also never spoken to a brown woman about this before that I, yeah. that I trusted. You know, I get a lot of people that come in and they're like, is it time? And I'm like, well, how do you feel? And, you know, they're like, well, I I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. And so when I knew it was time was I would look in the mirror and if, you know, I'm very expressive too, Elizabeth, but when I didn't make an expression, I just saw these lines at resting. Okay. So we call them, we call them static lines. So that means when you're not moving, you have these deep lines. Oh, it's time for Botox. Not only that, like you should be using a retinol. I mean, there's so many things that you can be doing at home to kind of help prevent it. But for me, when I was 27, I started to notice like, yeah, they say black don't crack, but I don't know. This is not really working for me. And so I luckily happened to be in the industry and my first dose came from my mentor who, unfortunately, she kind of like OD'd on the Botox with me. <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she felt like I needed it, you know, but right. at the time, girl, 
<laughs> I was taking acting classes because, you know, I was in L.A. from New Jersey. I'm like, I'm going to try. You know, I'm a nurse, but I'm like, I'm going to try taking some acting classes. The worst actress ever. But anyway, <laughs> I literally had so much Botox in my face. I could not move. And I just remembered my acting coach, like looking at me and he's like, start over. I don't believe you. And it was because I, I could not move my face, but it was smooth as a baby's butt. So I was, I was happy about that. <laughs> but you know, we've also, with that being said, in time, the, the aesthetic has changed, right? There was, when Botox first came up, it came out, it was nobody's moving. Right. So, yeah. you know, now we're learning conservative doses. We're learning baby Botox. You know, we're doing things to try to encourage people to want to maintain their youthfulness without them looking so different, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but there's some people that come in and at first they're like, yeah, I just really want it to be natural. And then, girl, by the time they get to like their third or fourth treatment, they're like, just load it up because I don't want any, <laughs> I don't want any lines. You know, they get so, they just like love the look of how smooth their skin is. So, yeah. It's a great thing. You just really have to just be conservative with it when you first start off. And, you know, because I think a lot of times people that have done it their first time that may have gotten too much like I did the first time, it can scare them a little bit. And then they, you know, they're not willing to try it again. But if you go somewhere where you can get like a nice light dose and kind of get a taste for it, oh, yeah. make a, it makes a world of, there's no product out there that can compete with the actual injection of Botox or Dysport or Xeomin or Juvo or whatever. There's so many now, so many new ones on the market that do the same thing. That's so cool. People are always, <laughs> well, because people are always asking and they're always asking us because like we see them for skincare, but I don't know the answers because I'm, I'm not an injector. I've never gotten any injectables, but yeah, you know, right. is, is uh, preventive, preventative Botox a thing is, or even more so is people are like, is it, possible to get natural Botox. And I say that to them all the time, the same thing that you just said. You need to find a practitioner that you are on the same aesthetic wavelength. Like you guys look, like when you see beauty, you're both seeing the same thing. So that when you describe to them what natural looks like, you're both describing the same thing. Because the amount of people who come in and say, I want to look natural. And I look at them and I say, are you wearing makeup right now? And they say, yes. And I say, does this look natural <laughs> yeah. to you? And they say, yes. And I say, well, girl, we this isn't natural. You're definition. wearing yes, you're wearing makeup. This isn't natural. You're wearing natural looking makeup, but this is not what natural looks like. So even the fact that like you and I can tell that, right? We can both make the yeah. same joke and laugh says that like we are understanding <laughs> the same kind of idea. Abs oh, absolutely. You know, and I think that's why a lot of times I've had people actually come in and you know, we're in the world of masks. Like I'm still wearing a mask especially because the rates of COVID is going up right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I've had clients come in and they're like, can I see your lips? Can you pull down your mask? Because they they want to see me in the flesh. They mm -hmm. want to make yeah. sure that who's injecting them doesn't look like a clown or mm -hmm. doesn't look like, you know, they asked me to pull my mask down so that they know that I don't have a set of ridiculously looking clown lips. Mm -hmm. So that, that yes. that's what, you know. Yes, 100%. And it makes sense. It makes sense. It's like, you know, we always say the same thing. Like you go to a hairdresser, she's got split ends. Like, how is she going to make sure that I have my journey to healthy hair, you know, mm -hmm. down? Like, it doesn't make sense, you know? Yes. So. I'm kind of <laughs> shocked by the amount of women that have lip, their lips done today. A lot of oh. women. I would, a lot that you don't lot. even know. You wouldn't I'm even sure. know. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, the amount that I see that it's obvious makes me realize that there's even more that I don't know. 
Absolutely. Because the ones that get it done the right way, you would never even be able to tell. As a matter of fact, they go home and their husbands don't even notice. Mm. Their, their husbands. But their kids do, which is funny. I'm like, their kids are just so nosy. They're like, mommy, what you <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> Joseph. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're like, shut up. Daddy's in the next room, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you are an injection specialist, but you also specialize in lasers. You specialize in a I lot do. of things. I specialize. Well, you know, I like to say, so I have an esthetician. And honestly, I, I love the skin, but my esthetician, her hands are on skin all day long. And she does all the facials. So she is like the queen bee when it comes to doing all the peels and stuff. I just... I've been in the industry for so long that I've learned, you know, the chemistry behind it with the different ingredients. And so we don't just use hydroquinone for, you know, pigment. We're like, we're using hydroquinone. We're using acetic acid. We're using kojic acid. We're using retinoic acid, a little bit of hydrocortisone, you know, to counter that inflammation. And so we're using like a, a concoction of all these amazing ingredients to really target pigment and to really help with, especially people with melasma, you know, it's a very stubborn um, oh, so I stubborn. Call it a disease, but it's, it feels like a disease. I it have feels melasma. like a disease. Mm-hmm. I do too. And you know, what's crazy is, you know, all these years I was that girl that was like, I love the sun, just like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex. So <laughs> you I, know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love the sun. And so I learned, uh, last year I went to Aruba I was not keen on wearing my SPF like I should have been, even though I brought like my big L to MD like mm-hmm. body spray. And so you're like, I'm brown. Like, it's okay. I'm brown. Yeah, I'm brown. You my know, mom's my mom's from spray- Haiti. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love the cat. It's it's the sun. You know, it's oh my god. I was so burnt. I I didn't even think I was going to recover. I was shedding like wow. a snake in my bed. I had dead skin everywhere. Like wow. I was vacuuming <gasps> dead skin. Oh, and my melasma. It surfaced out of nowhere. I was like, oh, great. I have melasma now. You yep. know, it's crazy. You know, oh, it's awful. Easy from it's the heat, awful. even like just. Just from cooking. Like, don't put your head in the oven. Like, get them cookies out fast, you know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> once, once it hits your face, you're like, oh, great. Now I need my, you know, my hydroquinone and my bleaching creams, you know? It's crazy. So, yeah. So I really put a lot of hard work into making sure that we have great treatments for our patients because it is so debilitating, you know, when you have patients that have that mask and they mm-hmm. feel like they can't even like walk out the house without putting cakes of makeup on, you mm-hmm. know, I love what I do. I love that I'm, I have beautiful clientele that just really um, trust us and, you know, and they look to us to like really get what whatever it is they're trying to achieve with their skin and with their, you know, aesthetics. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, um, would you mind if I kind of went down the list of some of your um, treatments no, and you can kind of, uh, like, we'll go one by one and you can go off on it and just tell us okay. about the treatment, what you love about it, how it yes. helps to treat hyperpigmentation, who it's good for. Sure. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the PRP liquid gold facial. Can you tell us a little okay. bit about that? So that one is usually for my clients that really don't want to mess around with um, chemicals and prefer to use their own plasma to stimulate their own collagen reproduction. So if they're trying to address fine lines and wrinkles, you know, um, a little bit of sun damage, it's a great treatment. It's not like my go-to. I don't necessarily, um, I don't necessarily recommend that right off the bat. But, you know, there's some people that are like, I'd rather just like take something from my own body and put it in. So we have to have that for like, you know, the organic audience that really feel like they just don't want to put anything outside into their body. Um, and it, I mean, we even have those people that believe that SPF is bad for them, you know. Will you walk us through what exactly that facial is? Like when you say there's people using, they want to use like their own bodies or whatever? They use, yeah, they want to use their own, you know, platelets. It's um, PRP stands for platelet rich plasma. So we we draw their blood, we spin it in a centrifuge and it's wow. the blood and the plasma is separated and it's like a gold. So we call it gold because essentially when we get that, yellow goldish uh, tinge. It's the plasma and it's like considered gold, you know, because it's like you have to pull it out of somebody's body, you know, so you don't waste any of it. And so we use the microneedling to kind of stimulate a little bit of like a traumatic process um, to stimulate those collagen cells. Um, And then we just pour that plasma all into, so it essentially goes back into the body. Now, plasma is really good for like healing as far as like joints go. So they use it for like joint therapy. You know, they, people will have like plasma injected in their knees and their joints to help with healing. And so the idea is that it's supposed to help, you know, produce some more collagen and just heal the skin on Mm. a natural level. So it's great. It's a great treatment. I just feel like when we have things like radio frequency, why not? You know, yeah. So that that goes into the genius radio frequency that we have, which is also microneedling. But rather than it just like gliding and kind of relying on the practitioner to move this micro pen all over the place, it has like a handpiece, and you literally stamp all across. You know, the patient's face, the cheeks. You can do the neck. So anybody that has like that double chin. Mm. really helps with tightening the skin. So I'm like, if you're going to do microneedling, do it the more advanced way. And Mm. like, let's get some radio frequency in. 
People are very into the radio frequency right now. I actually got some, somebody yeah. texted me the other day and, and randomly, do you have the Morpheus 8 like radio frequency? You're like, no, that's $10 million. Yeah, but I, I was also have like, it. that is so specific for a random client to text and ask. But that, but yeah. people know now. People are knowing about radio. I was talking to a, one of my good friends actually recently, mm-hmm. and she, this is a little bit, um, this is a little bit naughty, but we're a naughty podcast. <laughs> and she was like, girl, my ex-boyfriend. Uh-oh. I already know. You already know, right? <laughs> She's like, my ex had the biggest dick. And like oh. I she was like, I started to get the Morpheus 8 vaginal radio frequency because oh. I want to do because I want to tighten it. And I was like, Did you hear our last podcast episode? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. No, what are you talking about? I was like, yo, this just made it into the general zeitgeist to the point that like you know, friends of mine who don't even know that, like, I'm talking about this, out, like, on my podcast and out there, know about the Morpheus Eight specifically, radio frequency for the vagina, like all of these things, which I think is pretty. That's awesome. I think it's cool too, you know. And and what's beautiful about it is that there's like essentially really no downtime, you know. It's it's a non invasive right. procedure as long as you're not pregnant, you're not breastfeeding, mm. um, you know, and things like as long as you don't have like a like metal implants or a pacemaker, you know, yes. things like that, then you're good to go. I mean, it's it's a great, it's kind of like a no brainer. Why not? And then they they do have some. Um, some vaginal rejuvenation, which I don't specialize in, but I do know that there are some that women have actually experienced having like orgasms doing because it's stimulating, you know, it's, it's, I would be mortified if I was going to make imagine? my pussy look good. And all of a sudden, I'm just well, like, you know, it's working girl. You're like, she looks good. It's working. But you know, it's, it's a natural. I mean, if it's simulating something, it might be hitting, you know, a certain part of the body. And it's like, what can it's almost like being tickled. Like you can't stop laughing. So yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, yeah. if it's going to happen, why not? <laughs> I would think it's working. It's like when clients say to us, I want to feel like I want to use product. You know, this is probably the same for you when yeah. uh, you're working with clients and you say, like, if you feel this um, on a scale of one to 10 and it's over five, let me know, whatever. And people are like, no, no, I want to feel it. I, I can go home and use oh. products that I don't feel. I come here because I want to feel it. I feel like it's kind of the same with what you were just saying. It's like, Absolutely. oh, I orgasmed on the table. It works. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So moving Insane. on from that. So what is your favorite treatment then? If that isn't, oh. tell us about your favorite treatment for hyperpigmentation. Oh my God. I love the Hollywood laser peel because it's such a cool treatment and what it does, like the results of it and the fact that it doesn't hurt at all, which is like, you know, they do feel it. So they do feel a little tingle, you know, Um, and they feel a little bit of heat. So this is how it works. So basically they come in and we put a carbon mask on them. It's called Spectra Lotion. It looks like blackface. Okay. So it's a little <laughs> crazy looking. I'm literally painting like a blackface on. And I let the patient sit in the room for about 10 minutes, let it dry. And then I come in and I use one um, setting on the laser where it warms the entire face up. So the the idea is, you know how Black people feel like lasers aren't for them because Mm -hmm. it can damage the skin. Mm -hmm. So the laser is safe for black. But the thing is, it's attracted to black. 
So that carbon mass is pulling in all that heat from the laser. So even though the laser is not on a high setting, when I'm like doing the treatment on the patient, I'm like, what's what's your scale? Zero to 10 with 10 being like the hottest. They're like, it's a five. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm just like on the lowest setting ever, you know? Mm. So, but that's what I want. So I simulate this little bit of heat. And then after that, we switch over to another setting. And so what it happens is the laser takes that black right off the face. It literally, it's like magic. Like you see it erasing the black. And, you know, I do attach a um, vacuum to it to kind of help with getting all the fumes and everything because there is a little bit of like fumes. So it takes off those, uh, the black mass. And at the same time, it, it actually bonds that black mass when you're sitting in the room. It's bonding to all the poor clogging debris that's in your pores. And so it's taking off like a nice little thin layer of like, your skin cells. So it's almost like it's exfoliating. Remember like the Biore strip? That's exactly what I was imagining. That's exactly what, like a real Biore strip. Also, I love how you're describing this. I'm like in a trance listening to it. It's almost, yes, it's like the same, but it's so fulfilling. Like if you watch it, you can literally watch it on like, you know, YouTube or something. And you're like, wow, you just see all the black, like, like snapping away. So now the only thing that scares people is that snapping sound. So if you don't prep them and say, hey, you're going to hear a snap, <laughs> like that first snap, they're like, you know, because their eyes are covered and right. they like, like jump back, but it doesn't hurt at all. It's great. And what I love is that they get this beautiful like glow afterwards. Their skin just looks like they had a chemical peel without the downtime. Wow. Um, but if they if they have pigment, like the idea is, you know, for them to do a series of sessions because one's not going to cut it. Um, and then for people like us, Alex, with the melasma, we have to kind of forego the heating part. We can't warm mm. up our skin. So I usually have to like go right into the carbon and just take off the mask, um, you know, if I want to treat somebody with melasma. So, mm. okay. You know, so there's ways about it. Yeah. When you were saying, okay, this might be a really stupid question. I might be misunderstanding the way that this works. But is part of it that when, because it's attracted to the carbon, is it also attracted to the melanocytes that are causing hyperpigmentation? Or am I just imagining that? Yes and no. So the darker melanocytes mm-hmm. is what it's attracted to. Yeah. So we we use the same machine for like tattoo removal. Ah. The thing about this machine is that it's like, it's almost like photoacoustic. So it's really like these fast waves. So it almost like shatters the pigment into tiny, tiny, tiny particles, but it does mm. it really, really fast without heating the skin up. So the reason why we use the carbon mask is to actually allow it to heat the skin up. But if you were to just use it on your hand, you would just feel like little prickly heat. Mm. If you put the carbon mask on, it would feel like, oh, this is getting a little hot. Ah, you know? Yeah, that's like the activator so for the entire... That's for, why yeah. tattoo removal is really painful because the blacker the ink, the more it absorbs. So that's why people are like, oh my God, tattoo removal was so painful, even if they have the tiniest tattoo. Yeah. Because all of that black is absorbing the laser heat. The same way if you wore a black shirt and walked out into the, you know, right. the desert, you're going to be like passing out because that black shirt is going to take all that, you know, that solar energy in. So do you offer tattoo kind of the removal there at yours? Your spot? We do. All right, we I'm going to come see you because I'm tired of yes. this tramp stamp. I paid yeah, somebody. I paid somebody too much money to ruin my body, and I was in too much of a hurry. I was like, 18. <laughs> Look, who's going to take it? Who's going to take I, this hundred dollars? What is mine called? It's like the opposite of a tramp stamp. It's like near my pussy. Oh yeah. Oh. What is that called? <laughs> 
I love that you're asking Roberta as if she's like the <laughs> queen of the the language I'm of tattoos that just, needs to be removed. I would just call it a puss a puss tat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> wait, a tramp stamp and uh, uh, a pussy embossment. <laughs> <laughs> you got your pussy embossed okay alex will you do you want to um read our listener letters yes okay so we have two listener letters yeah uh, we'll do the first one is the longest we'll do that one first <laughs> um it's a good one okay hey baddies i just started listening to the podcast in the last few months at the recommendation of karen and georgia and i've learned so much I've been skipping around, so I hope you haven't answered this already. As a 44-year-old in the L.A. area, I've recently started paying attention to my skincare needs. I grew up on Long... She said I grew up in Long Island. She must not have been here in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's I grew up on Long Island. On. Everybody knows it's on. It's a thing. It's like a thing. Um, and spent a lot of time running around the beach and really all year without sunscreen. I can relate. And also plucking out all of my eyebrows. <laughs> I can also relate. <laughs> I'm now working on trying to take care of my skin and have been pretty good about sunscreen. Here are my questions after listening to girls. First one, when listeners write in and talk about sunscreen and their makeup, I frequently hear you say, girl, that's not enough. Do you mean that it isn't a high enough SPF or that once a day is not enough? And if once a day is not enough, should you be applying just a facial moisturizer with SPF on top of your makeup throughout the day or a legit sunscreen over top several times a day? Or more makeup with SPF. What the fuck? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that is the Okay. So... Yeah, you know, most makeup, first of all, makeup is not sunscreen. I don't care if it says it has sunscreen yeah. in it. It might have like a little Agreed. SPF factor to it. But, you know, sunscreen is, first of all, it's supposed to be FDA approved to be labeled as sunscreen. If it's if it's not broad spectrum, you're not covering your UVA, UVB rays, and makeup is not going to cut it. A lot of times they only put like 15 in there anyway. So you're still deficient. Or sometimes right? like eight. Like I feel like yeah. sometimes it's yeah, like a random 15, By the time number. you leave the house, by the time you put your makeup on, put it's your clothes done. on, leave the house, you're done. It's done. It's, it's done. Yeah. It's done. So unless you want to take on the makeup like 15 times a day, which I think is going to be a hot mess <laughs> um, and still won't even be like protecting you, you know, on a broad spectrum. Um, I recommend what people should do if they do have you know, they they definitely need their makeup, right? There's some people that are just not going to not wear makeup. So put on your sunscreen, make sure it's a broad spectrum, put that on first, then you can layer and cake on the makeup. And then, you know, as far as like reapplying SPF, because it does only last for about two hours, um, I recommend using you, you ever see the SPF that's like in the mineral brushes, you mm, know, like yeah. you, so a lot of those um, usually are 30 or higher. And so if you're needing to reapply and you have makeup on, that's probably a good way of making sure that you're kind of covered mm. on top of on top of the, you know, because the sunscreen that you had on underneath, you probably put that in the morning, right? And then you're in the middle of the day. Um, you don't want to put on, it's kind of weird to put on sunscreen on top of makeup because then you're going to have all this pilling and it's just like, 
It's yeah. a mess. Well, let me ask you a question because I'm not a big makeup girl, but I neither am I. Okay, so you might not know the answer, but they have all of these makeup like setting sprays. Like Supergoop and spe- uh, specifically has like makeup setting sprays that are SPF or refreshing sprays that are like for yeah. a layer on top of makeup. But because I don't wear makeup, I'm not sure how they lay over makeup. Even though I'm always like, oh, just use that, but I don't honestly know how it looks. I think I think you know to be honest, if they're gonna wear makeup. Have them use the underlying, you know, thick lotion underneath. Yeah. Make sure they have that zinc oxide that makes them look white. And yeah. then they can, you know, contour and do whatever they do. And then I think putting this, the, the spray that has the SPF in it is going to help them. Because I'd rather them do that than just like not do anything at all, right? Yeah. So it's like we have to kind of like pick our poison with these patients that must have their makeup and just don't know how to go about like caking it on without caking it on you know yeah so yeah i i have actually tried um i what is i think it's called by it's by Sunbum, and i just liked it because it smelled like bananas i don't <gasps> judge me i'm like She's no a i love baby <laughs> wait i oh want to say real fast that yeah i just posted on my instagram because on the fourth of july i was at the beach for nine hours um and i always have an umbrella but i actually forgot my umbrella And I just had a hat and sunglasses and my sunscreen. And I used the um, spray, Sunbum Spray, SPF 30 moisturizing sunscreen. And I reapplied every hour on the hour. And I did not burn at all, not even a little. Yeah, because I used the spray. And I think mine was to 45. And it was like a facial mist that you put on. Okay, mine was like body. I got excited. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's all good. But but they have like different kinds, but I feel like, and you know what? The thing is, I think it's a little bit more like on the chemical side, which if you have melasma, you want to be careful with chemical yeah. SPFs. Yeah. But, I only use mineral on my face, but yes. yeah. But I still used it because I figured, look, like I. It's I better than no poison. SPF. It's yeah. better than nothing. And, you know, I didn't want to, I did have my um, L to MD, but it was tinted. I didn't have a mirror and I didn't want to like, you know. She's trying to look good on have, the beach. Come on. <laughs> I was just trying to have balls of, you know, product like just caked up on my face. But yeah, that that I think that mist is a good alternative for people that do use makeup and have issues with trying to figure out how they go about layering because it yeah. can get complicated, you know, but at least have them use something. You I know? think yeah. to your point is like, and, and I know that there's more to this letter, right, Alex? Before I like, yes. yeah. But, but to your point, and I didn't understand this until... I really did a deep dive into the world of SPF. And also, like, I need to wear SPF now because of all the the same. As you, I'm yeah. sure, the same, all the products that we're using, the ozone layer's changing, the sun's changing. Yeah. And so, like, you need, it's so important to have multiple forms of SPF that match your lifestyle. And we don't talk about that. Like, I never thought about that it's until true. I became a skincare professional. But, like, you have to have, like, yes, a spray for when you're wearing makeup, a lotion for, like, yeah. when you're not, like, you know, a powder for, as you were saying, like, so you can put on in the middle of the day maybe because you don't want to spray like and it's, right. it seems like it's annoying but we're just live this is the world that we're living in mm-hmm. it's the world that we're living in and if we got into blue light then it's like oh you know, yeah I, 
I have the people that are like, well, I'm indoors all day. And it's like, uh, yeah, you're still under all these like fluorescent lighting. And then if you have windows, like, you know, you're not escaping your UVA, UVB rays. Like, I swear that's why my face is red today is because I have these glam core lights on. They're obviously like LED lights. And because before I sat down to start recording, my skin was fine. But I did do like a very deep chemical peel two weeks ago. And even though I'm sitting ah. inside, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's because of these lights that like my skin is flushed right now. And it's 95 degrees out in New York Mm -hmm. City in the middle of July. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's so for her answer, I would just say, like, look, don't cake on your makeup. Just cake on the SPF before before you put on the makeup. Yeah. Then put on the makeup and then have a backup. You know, if you're not going to reapply a cream, then at least have a mist or have, um, you know, a mineral powder that you can reapply. And they have great ones out there that, you know, blend with all skin tones and they're mattifying. Mm -hmm. They soak up. I use I have one right here. It's called Sunny Honey. My um, my partner, Nicole, who does all the skincare. cute. She, yeah, so she makes sure she has like clients that have melasma walk out with this so that they're continuously protected, you know? I love that idea. Because if you're Mm -hmm. a makeup girl, you're a makeup girl. And that, that, that part of that is I think that you just like taking your makeup out and putting it on. And so if that's part of like, you know, cause like your routine, your routine. Yeah. And part of, yeah. and, and part of skincare and beauty isn't just what it is. It's like not coping, but like it feels good. Right. It's like the emotional aspect of it. You know, it's like, it feels good to do this. So I get that. Like if you're a makeup girl, you're a makeup girl. Part of it is probably the feeling of the brush on your face. So if that's what you want to do <laughs> anyway, throughout the day, brush on some mineral like a uh, foundation, like you were saying. I right. love that idea. Yeah, right. There's different options yeah. besides just like the creams or the sprays for for all of us. Totally. I agree. I totally agree. Um, okay, second part of this listener letter. I've been doing a series of IPL I got from Groupon. I know, I know. <laughs> and microdermabrasion. <laughs> I feel like the micro is working and I'm seeing results, but how long should I be doing IPL before I give up? I have freckles. I want to know how she knows which is working. Well, that's what the question is. Mm. Finish it. No, no, but well, she's, she's saying that I feel like the micro is working and seeing results. Right, because it could be the combination. Oh. Well, wait, finish, yeah. finish reading, finish reading anyway, it first. <laughs> I have, just because I notice this with clients a lot, I have freckles and I'm sure a lot of sun damage, but I've been looking at my face so long I can't tell the difference. Also, <laughs> would love to book a virtual with you if you think you can help. Thanks, fellow beauty baddies. Jen from LA and formerly Long Island. All right. So, so homegirl answer. Homegirl answer would be girl Groupon. Come on now. Yes, honestly. Well, <laughs> so, you know, the thing about Groupon, too, is a lot of times you have businesses that are just starting out and they're trying to, you know, generate a little bit of like traffic into their office, which is fine. Yeah. Now, the thing about IPL now, microderm is kind of straightforward. So, if she's seeing results with the microderm, it could be like she gets a microderm, goes home and it's like, oh, my skin looks better. Yeah, because that's kind of like a given. A microderm is so direct, you know, yeah. um, there's really no fear in giving somebody a good microderm abrasion. Mm-hmm. The IPL is a whole nother situation because there's always that fine line between having a really good treatment and then getting burnt. Mm-hmm. So what happens yeah. is 
a lot of practitioners want to be safe and they use like the most mildest settings because A, they don't know you. You just purchased a Groupon. So they're like, let's just give her a safe treatment. She comes in, she gets the safe treatment. She doesn't see a difference. The idea is, well, you know, you're not going to see a difference right away. Mm -hmm. You got to kind of like do a series to like really see a difference. And it makes sense because you want your practitioner to learn about your skin and know that with the safe treatment they gave you, that you actually don't have bad results from it, that you're not coming in and going, oh my God, you burnt me, you know, because they'd rather under deliver than over deliver with intense, you know, results where now you have a bad reaction and now you've become their problem after you just paid them like 20 bucks for a group, which they they don't want, right? 20 bucks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so so their idea is like, let's get her into the building. Let's lure her in with these like Mm -hmm. three microderms, three IPLs, but the idea is we want to lock her in so that she knows that she's going to need more IPLs down the road so that we can adjust the settings accordingly and get to know her and deliver safe, but, you know, efficient results down the line. But it's not going to happen right off the bat. And it's definitely not going to happen after one IPL. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. go to a, if you go to a safe place that, you know, practices safely. Um, and a lot of places do that with lasers. They'll never start you off where you're like, oh, my God, like my results were bomb after one treatment, we always tell you like you have to kind of, you know, it's progressive results. So you're going to see little changes here and there. And then really you see the results like weeks and months later, you Mm -hmm. know? So yeah, IPL can be very tricky though, because there's that fine line between, you know, getting a good treatment and then being looking like toast. <laughs> and we're, we're just speaking with yeah. our friends, uh, Saime, who owns uh, Glow Spa. Saima, I keep calling her Saime. Saima, who owns Glow Spa in New York, and she's also a laser specialist. And she was saying that IPL, like great laser specialists don't, they kind of stay away from IPL because it can really burn darker skin, like very easily. Oh, oh it's not. In, so I assume the girl that got the group on was a white girl because it's really, <laughs> it's really, <laughs> I didn't even get to that part. But yeah, so, so, they should put it in like the little, you know, fine print, like do not purchase if you are a black girl or a Spanish girl or an Asian girl. Cause any melanin, really not, any melanin, any melanin, skin. it's not intended for. And that's the reason why, you know, people are not going to get results with it, especially, you know, I'll be honest. There are places that will sell you a treatment that is not intended for your skin. And what they'll do is they'll just turn the settings all the way down and then say a little prayer that nothing bad happens. Mm. And that's, that's not good practice, but I've seen practices do it because mm-hmm. I, I knew I know a practice that has done that. And I actually told the owner, I said, you shouldn't be advertising this device for laser hair removal for all skin types because it's not ideal for types four, five and six. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was like, oh, no, we just we just turned down the settings a little lower and they're fine. And I'm like, no, they, you may not be burning them at that point, but then they're not getting results that they need. Yes. And so it's kind of like, you know, it's not ethical, but. Um, yeah, IPL is definitely not for darker skin types. So I actually used to offer it, but, you know, considering Mm. my clientele, I was like, I really don't have anybody asking for this. So I just got rid of that device. Well, it's important to say because one is IPL is everywhere right now. The amount of women who come in and say like, oh, I just went to this woman and got IPL and like, I I don't know if it worked. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people are getting IPL, not laser hair removal, but IPL facials. 
a lot of women. Yeah, the IPL facials. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because it's really only for types one through three. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that it's necessarily black women, but I'm saying that more people... You and I both know that the um, there's a difference between somebody who really is passionate and cares about what they do because in this industry, if you're really passionate, you have to pay extra. Like, they'll teach you the basics, but to really yeah. learn about... Mm-hmm. Anything, you have to go and take more courses and those courses aren't cheap. You have to invest your time. You've got to invest your money. And so with that being said, there's a lot of people that are out there that aren't passionate. They're just there for the money. And fair enough. It's a capitalist ah, society. I get it. Do you know what I mean? It's America. We all have to live. I get it. But but people and also this is a trade, right? You don't have to go yeah. to Harvard to become an esthetician. A lot of people right. just become estheticians because they don't know what else they want to do. And it's just like a job. So they don't necessarily have the same care that the three of us have. Have and yeah. investing in our education, investing in the right equipment, being honest with our clients, telling people, no, this isn't for you. I'd rather not get yeah. your money and save your skin. More, A lot more people than not would just take the money. And fair enough, we got to live. But I get it. With that being yeah. said, that's why I'm so happy that you're saying this because when people talk to us about Groupon, it's not about being bougie. It's about the difference often exactly in what you're saying. If somebody's on Groupon, yes, maybe they're just getting started, but also maybe nobody's going to them for a reason. I was going to say that too. You know, it could be one of two things. It could be they're just getting started or they are not generating enough volume and, you know, they're not busy enough. And so they have to find a strategic way to get people in the door. And I personally, I'd rather go somewhere and be on a waiting list mm-hmm. than just call in and be like, oh, I can come in tomorrow. Great. Yes. Like that makes me wonder like, wait, why Same. is she available tomorrow? Yes. You know, so um Absolutely. And, you know, you make a good point, Elizabeth, because um, I know for a fact a lot of esthetician courses, they focus on diverse skin in like one chapter. Yes. Like, oh, yes. How to, how to take care of black skin. Yes. And like, wait, one chapter? Yeah. Like, come on. They're like four you know? and five. And so- <laughs> five and six is it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so you're forced to like learn. They like throw you out into the real world. And now you got to you got to figure out, you know, oh, my God, how do I because, you know, Asian skin is totally different, totally different from black yeah. skin. Yeah. So it's like you have to kind of do your own research and and find your own outside, you know, educational resources to really know how to to effectively and safely treat your patient when they're in your hands, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Groupons for me were never it. I I pass. Yes. A hard pass. Yes. <laughs> for all three of us, a hard pass. But I think sometimes people, you know, our industry is, um, it's confusing by design, right? It's a feature, not a bug. And yeah. so on our show, I think a lot of our job is to educate people like why there's different price ranges, why, like yeah. what you should look out for, what you should want, like what ingredients you should want, what types of practitioners you should want. And like, I will admit that I'm a bougie bitch, but I always like to step back and say like, <laughs> this isn't just about like the cost. There's other right. things that are behind the cost that you, like, you should know because this is your body, this is your skin, this is your health. And my goal and your goal and Alex's goal is to make you beautiful. And Absolutely. a lot of other people's goals, that's not necessarily the case. It's just to make money. Yes. You know, they yes. just, you know, I, I know an injector who's very busy and is well known. And I don't necessarily think it's because her work is good. And I'm not a hater by any means. I give people their flowers all day long. But 
she is busy with like, she literally will have four rooms and she has like four assistants that work under her and she files up the rooms like with the patients and goes room after room after room after room. And so they're only booked for, you know, I guess with the numbing and everything, um, they're probably only booked for like 30 to 45 minutes. I don't know. They're kind of in and out. Yeah. You know? How long, yeah, how long are your, uh, just for comparison? I take, I take a full hour on each patient and I will literally put a gap in between my patients to allow for like traffic, you know, because people are going to be late. Mm -hmm. And so I don't ever want to feel rushed with anybody. And if somebody is so late to the point where I'm going to be rushed with them, I'm like, just reschedule for another day. Like, yeah. I can't. I don't, I don't do these rushed treatments and I don't believe in like, you know, a factory line where I'm like down the road, duh, 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 duh. Cause then after mm -hmm. that, it's going to feel too like, you know, um, what's the word? Like you're in like this mundane routine and you're just kind of like, like a, a robot. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, yeah. You're a factory. I don't like that. So I, I really take time with each patient and I want them to feel like it's an experience and not just like they're a number. Okay. Shapiro, Wait, we've got another okay. listener letter, right? <laughs> okay. Real quick. We'll do the listener letter. Yes. We got okay. one more. Um, hi, love your podcast, especially the one on lasers question, trying to find info for a friend with a new case of eczema. And I mm. thought that your guest mentioned that laser therapy helped with it. Any ideas? Thank you, Rachel. What's the deal with lasers and eczema? Okay, so there's only like one laser on the market that is actually targeted to treat eczema um, efficiently. Okay. I feel like anybody that has that laser is going to be more so like a dermatological office, not really somebody like me or, you know, because we don't really, I don't mess with derm. When I have somebody that has like an actual flare up of whatever it is, I'm like, you need to go see your dermatologist. And when it's all calmed down and your dermatologist says it's okay to come see me, you can come back and see me. So, so someone with active eczema that wants to do laser or wants to do a facial, if it's on their face, like absolutely not. If they're active and they're having bouts of flare-ups, it can actually make it worse. So I would have them go to their dermatologist. There is a laser. I think it's like a 308 wavelength. Um, I think it's called, It's it begins with an E. And it's supposed to be gentle, but it's really ideal if you have it localized. So if you have it like on your hands and feet, you know, mm. or on your neck or something like that. But if you have it all over your body, really the treatment of choice is more so like corticosteroid therapy and like, you know, um, like hydrocortisone treatments, like that right. kind of stuff, you know, like topicals. So that's more ideal and less costly. Um, but if you have the money for it, you can get your whole body, I guess so you could get your whole body lasered at, at the derm <laughs> with that laser. I think that um, listener was referring to when we had Dr. McGregor on, who was one of the top dermatologists in the city. And she was referring to um, the different treatments that she can offer her patients, which which tracks to what you're saying. It's like you got to go to somebody who really understands what they're doing for a treatment. Yeah. like Yeah. And it's it's not going to be the first line choice either. They're going to start with, you know, they'll even try to put you on something oral before you, you know, probably do a laser treatment. But yeah, I, I think... Um, you definitely should go to a specialist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't come and see me because I'm going to send you right <laughs> right to your derm. <laughs> don't waste don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah, I love this. 
Um, well, thank you so, so much, Roberta. That was Brang. great. This is so much fun. You're so fun. Yeah. We definitely oh have God. to have you back on if you don't mind me just oh like God, making sure. Yes, this is so much Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. We can talk about so much stuff. Yes. Will you tell our <laughs> listeners how they can find you, where, how they can support you? You, they can make an yes. appointment, but all, all the places so online that they can find you. So online is FSA. It's spelled E as in Edward, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, A-C-E by Roberta.com. And then on IG, you can find us FSA by Roberta, same spelling, E-F-F-A-C-E by Roberta. Um, and I think my Twitter is the same. I don't really tweet, so it doesn't matter. Um, Facebook, same thing. Who's on Facebook? Just Google her. Um, you can just Google her. You'll find just, her. Just the boomers. You, you can Google. None of my yeah, clients exactly. are on Facebook. <laughs> right. I feel like, you know, that's kind of like my my mom is posting stuff on Facebook and totally. posting old ass pictures. Like, why are you posting my second grade picture right oh now? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, and I know that it's like awkward to ask somebody to toot their own horn, but you have many celebrity clients. We do. Oh, my God. So I have a lot of fun clients. Kristen Bell is one of my favorites and she's just so dope she's so like she seems very cool oh my gosh she walks through the front she'll come in with like numbing cream everywhere yeah she'll just you know she'll come in ready like I don't know what we're gonna do today but here I am she's so dope um and Evelyn Lozada is like always a shitload of fun like her first time coming in I was like oh god are you gonna cuss me out like I'm scared you know but she's so she's like such a homegirl um we have some, you know, we have like a lot of influencers too. So like makeup by Shayla, she's really dope. Um, I love her because she comes in and she doesn't ask for shit. She just like she pays for her treatment. Yes. You know, yes, and yes. she'll still and she'll still post like that she came in, you know. So she did Botox in her masters and posted about it. And I got DMs like, yeah, right. That's not all she did. I'm like, you guys are such haters. Like, you know, people don't believe that someone can like still be beautiful and not have like done tons of stuff. To and also face, she's you know? telling she's being honest. She's saying this is what I got done and it's not enough. It's not, she it's literally not shared more than she needed to. Yes. She didn't have to do that. No. And like, and also know, here's who did haters. it. This is what I did. And here's who yeah. did it. If you would like to go yeah. and do it yourself. Assholes. also, Yeah. Yeah. I love the love, the free love. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, having to, you know, and then um, Sir John, who does like Beyonce's makeup. Oh, yes. He's so sweet. He's my cancer brother. I'm a cancer. So we love each oh, other. Oh, it's cancer season. And Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, who else? Oh, my God. Um, the singer Estelle comes in. Oh, my God. She's super, yes. Yeah, she's, super, she's super sweet. And um, I think, who else can I say that has allowed me the... <laughs> The luxury of saying their name. I mean, that's enough. That mm. was that was enough black royalty I mean, for me, honestly. So yeah, yeah. And we get we get so many, and it's just it's amazing. We just love it because, you know, it, it's like a smaller community than you would. LA is so small. Everybody knows each yeah. other. It's almost like almost incestuous. Like somebody will come in and be like, "Oh my god!" Like I have three friends that come in. Yeah. And, you know, they all told me about you. And I'm like, that's so crazy. I love that. But do you know what? So. Because this is uh, this is a relationship business. I always say that this is 100% a relationship-based business. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that come in, like the amount of cousins and sisters and moms and best friends that like come in because that's how women trust each other, right? It's like, oh, you did Absolutely. my friend. So I trust you too. And also the, re- the only reason that I wanted you to toot your celebrity horn is that these are the people that we look at that we think like, oh, they didn't do any work. They're just all natural. Right. 
And it's like right. the lie is that no, and I'm not saying that your clients are lying. I'm saying like the the media myth is that nobody does any work. Everybody just drinks mm-hmm. water and goes for walks, and that's how they end up looking like this. Or pours olive oil all over their face like J Lo. Yeah, you, like, you know. Okay, exactly. Okay, but we all need a little help. <laughs> we all need here. our we all need our estheticians. We all need our and injectors. We all need our people. Absolutely, absolutely. As long as it's done naturally and tastefully. Yes. And my thing is like I have clients that come in and they get, you know, stuff done by me and they're, they come back and they're like, oh my God, my husband didn't even like notice that like I got my lips done. And then, you know, if they got a little bit of filler in their face to kind of help like lift and tighten, they'll be like, no one really said anything except they were just like, wow, you look really great. Like, did you have a vacation? Mm -hmm. And that's all they, that's all they want to hear is that they look well rested because nobody wants to hear like, Bitch, you tired? Did you get enough sleep? And it's like, I need 10 hours of sleep. What do you think? And also nobody you know? wants to hear, what did you, what, what's different about you? What'd you do? Yeah, like, yeah, you do yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You hear that, you're like, oh shit. It's Let too much. never go back yeah. to that injector. Yes, you know? yes. But if, if no one can notice, if, if no one knows, but they can notice like, wow, you look good. That's all that you really want. Yes. You don't want to look different. You just want to look like a better rejuvenated version of yourself. Yes. That's all. And that's what we so that's always what we tell our girls. That's what we always tell yes. our beauty baddies, our listeners, our clients in real life. You know, all, we're all trying to age like a fine wine. All our listeners are aging Absolutely. like a fine line, wine with us. And this is how. I love this. And don't let your friends tell you not to. You know, people will try to like really shame you into like, why are you going to the gym? You look fine. Um, bitch, because I want to keep looking fine. Yes. Like, why? <laughs> Why do right. I want to wait till I get, you know, so big that I can't even like work out anymore? Like who does that? Yes. You know, so it's the same. It's the same concept. Like I'm getting my facial because I want to maintain my skin. Mm-hmm. I want to still look good, you know, so don't ever let any friends shame you because I hear people say that all the time. They're like, oh, my sister thinks I'm crazy. And I'm like, well, let me see what your sister looks like. Right. Because right. <laughs> I'm sure I would I would probably get her in here, too, if I were you, you know? Yes. So. Yes. I love that. I love that. Hilarious. Thank you so much for hanging out with Thank us. This you. has been so much fun. I would love to come back. And that you know great. who I love is my um my co-partner in crime, Nicole. Me and her, I you guys like remind us of you remind me of of me and her. Like, cause we we do these IG lives and we kind of go like back and forth the same way you two do. Oh, so fun. Oh my god, four bad bitches on a mic? That I don't know if, I don't know if the internet can handle it. I don't know. Well, I think we, we could try it. Though. Choice. We could try they it. Have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Roberta, thank you so I much for it. hanging out with us. Thank we'll talk you. to you soon. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. Bye. 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 It's time for the beauty body moment of the week. Moment of the week. Beauty Baddie Moment of the Week is where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way. These can be moments of growth, moments of self-care, moments of happiness, whatever. You can record us a voicemail with your Beauty Baddie Moment of the Week if you'd like at 866-6-BADDIE. That's 866-622-3343. Okay, my Beauty Baddie Moment of the Week is I went for a really nice solo bike ride the other night. Mm -hmm. I rode into Queens and it was delightful. I rode over the bridge. I rode under a sketchy overpass. Um, There's lots of garbage under there. I rode over a sketchy overpass. 
<laughs> I love this. But I missed going on solo bike rides. It's something I do in the summers and I hadn't done one yet. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me feel young and alive and free and just really nice. And the weather was beautiful. Love this for you, Shapiro. Yeah. I love that. So my beauty baddie moment of the week was this. Okay, this is very, very silly, but... One of my friends is recently uh, going through a glow up and she is going into the next, um, you know, the next phase of her life where she is going to be a respected, bad professional bitch. And she contacted me because she was like, all I wear are yoga pants and I need to look presentable and like I know what the fuck is going on and Mm -hmm. I love your style and you look presentable and like you know what the fuck is going on and I know that bitch you ain't rich but you look rich so can you help me (laughs) and like I loved this because honestly like my so many things that have started out as hobbies became jobs for me because I'm crazy and styling was one of those things that I love so much that I was like bitch this is just for you like this isn't a job for you and this sounds so stupid but like this is like creating outfits is what I do in my time off like in my head when I've got some time to you know just like time to kill I guess I just love it I just fucking love it Shapiro even knows like Shapiro and I have the same body she's just in miniature form and like whenever we have a photo shoot together I already have a whole basket of I'm like Shapiro I picked all these out for you like choose whatever you'd like I think that you're gonna like one of these and you're just like how did you know because bitch this is what I do the same way we look at people yeah that dress was great Right. the same way we look at people and we do their eyebrows I do this with clothes and so my friend Mm -hmm. who came to me we have the same body just she's taller than me and so I was like bitch I got you and so I just like had so much fun playing Henry Higgins to her Eliza Doolittle and helping her with her glow up but even more so is I was so honored that you know somebody I don't know that was just like really cool to have somebody be like I love your style and I want to so flattering yeah it's, it's very flattering exactly I want to you look very professional like a bad bitch I want to look very professional like a bad bitch help me become that and it was so much fun and I don't know that's fun that was it I loved it I love that that's sweet it's very sweet and if you know me at all you know that I love my fair lady and to Alex like one of my favorite fucking I guess slogans slogans sayings if we ever find ourselves leveling up and feeling unsure is like this is much too nice for the likes of us honestly (laughs) and if you've ever seen my fair lady you know this you know this fucking moment when it's time for Eliza Doolittle to have like the first bath of her life and she's terrified you want me to get all naked and get in there (laughs) wash myself all over (laughs) and yeah I like to think of myself as that bitch who never once took a bath learning how to bathe and clothe herself and now other bitches are coming to learn how to bathe and clothe themselves you know what I mean I love it that's nice. That's yeah, fun. I love that. So that was my beauty baddie moment of the week. And actually, Shapiro, this is why I love beauty baddie moments of the week because my week won't. It wasn't that great. If I'm going to be honest, it wasn't right, that great. But you get to you get to remember something really. You good. You get to remember something really good because you know I, I was forgot I wanted to open with this, but a bitch this week almost had anaphylactic shock. Woke up one morning, entire fucking face was swollen. Found out that she was allergic to wine. <laughs> almost goddamn died in her Mm-mm. sleep. Bitch, like, I didn't have the greatest week. So it was fun to like sit here and be like, there's got to be something good that happened. And to truly remember, like, yes, 
that was great. You loved that moment. Sit in that for a little bit. Love it. Aww. 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 Okay, so next week we're doing protective sun, protective gear. We're talking hats. We're talking clothes. We're talking umbrellas. umbrellas. Honestly, we're not really sure how this is going to turn out. It might just be an episode where we're just talking. But it was a good excuse for me to go out and scour the internet to find really fab hats. And so at least I can tell you guys about some great brands that I found. Some cheap, some expensive. One hat is so fab that I'm like, can I wear this just walking up fucking Bushwick Avenue in Brooklyn? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, I can, bitch, because it covers my whole face. And my face be looking fine. And I'm trying to keep it fine. Aging like a fine wine. And aging like a fine wine, as we found out, means ain't no sun for this face. Mm-mm. It's the truth. Uh, you can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast or via email truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week to 866 866- Six baddie. We may play it at the end of the show to help inspire the other baddies out there. You guys can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I've been, ooh, you guys, I've been doing so much great design work. My kitchen's almost done. This week I'm going to be posting, actually, as soon as we get off this call, I should have some things delivered that I'm going to go put up. My cousin's coming tomorrow. Promised myself I'd be finished with my apartment by the time she comes. Y'all, I'm I'm, uh, playing that TLC game right now. Fucking, I'm on the clock trying to finish this shit before my, before my homegirl Cheyenne Hilarious. shows up. And I want to take pictures to put on Instagram so you guys can see um, my little design journey from my apartment, specifically right now in my kitchen. Love it. Um, you can find me at Alex Lindley. I don't post shit. You posted a fat uh, little thumb the other day with a burger. I posted a fat little thumb. <laughs> I have my dad's thumb. Like my sister will always point out if my thumb is in a photo. She's like, you literally have daddy's thumb. And I can tell you right now, it's not a compliment. <laughs> um, if you live locally, you can make an appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to come hang and get some beauty services. Yes. In Greenpoint, that's our only location now. We're at 166 Franklin Street. And if you don't live locally, you can book a virtual skincare consultation with us at truebeautybrooklyn.com. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a COCBK production produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at truebeautybrooklynpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.